Hey guys, welcome to the Ask and Ask SEO show episode 10 on Facebook Live. I actually haven't done this for a while. It's been absolutely under the pump. Um, and as it gets near to the end of the month, I get even busier. So I've been trying to, I've been thinking about, I have to do these, I have to do these. And, and last week, I didn't get to as many. I was planning on having like a daily show. I really want to, but practice. In practical ways, it's actually going to be more difficult than I first imagined it was going to be. Like most things I've started this year, like the LinkedIn initiative, has definitely been more, far more difficult and time-consuming than I thought. But hey, and look at this. I've got this Evian water. It's in a, it's in a glass bottle. It's very, very fancy. Very fancy. And I thought I would show you that because I'm just drinking it. And it's real and I need water. So, guys. I wanted to have a chat and just no particular order. Everyone knows me by now. Like I, I start things at the top, go in the middle, then I go back to the top, then I go to like the end, then I go back to the top. So it's all good, right? Like the way in which I speak, I just kind of whatever comes to mind, I'll say it. Um, and if there's a good point that comes up after I've said something, I'm just going to keep saying it anyway. So again, you can visit askanos.com and you can see all the links to the social media uh, trends and net, uh, basically trends of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I get I get the the um, notifications on Facebook and Instagram if someone usually does post something, which I have to generally still check just in case I miss it. But on Twitter, I have to make a diligent effort to go and have a look to make sure that like no one's written anything to me, and to obviously stay involved and make sure that I don't miss any questions. Because still no one's really asking questions and I haven't really pushed people and forced people to start asking questions um, because I've just been really, really busy. I thought, again, I'll go to Google and I'll figure out what are people typing in anyway and then I'll just give you my two cents about it because I prefer vlogging over blogging because I can speak a lot better than I can write. So some of the questions that I've received so far Oh, actually, I've researched it. Is how can I build a social network site? Well, this is a fun one. This is one that I actually get like sometimes myself. And I get actually what I normally get is how can I build a, a website as big as Facebook and how does Facebook make its money? Most people don't ask that question anymore because as like as frequently as they did because they can they can see that. There's content on Facebook that is sponsored, so obviously they know people are paying to, 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 for Facebook ads and Instagram ads. But to build a, a social networking site, one thing that, has to, that is key, and that's, that, that's obviously convenience. Like Facebook won because, so well, they've, they've won, but they're winning. But for that sort of space, why they why they took over MySpace is likely to do with the fact that they were exclusive, and it had the MSN messenger model. So, if you want a social network site, you, it's all about connecting, right? Into the network, right? So there's some sort of uh, community-based building, right? So YouTube, you have your subscribers. Twitter, you have your followers. Facebook, you have your likes. Um, you get the point, right? Instagram, you have your followers as well. So social networking websites have to have a community involvement based in the model of a social network. Otherwise, they don't really have a social networking site. And there are many social networking sites, and generally they're about connecting and building an audience. Like generally, even on LinkedIn that I, I love, LinkedIn is probably my favourite social networking site because... I'm dealing with businesses and they're in my arena um, and it's sort of B2B and I like I love talking to business people. That's just like big, big part of what I do. So what I normally, so even within LinkedIn, you have your, um, your, your, um, your followers, you can have your connections. Usually with LinkedIn, you have to know the people, sort of like Facebook, but for the business community. So in order to add someone, technically, according to the terms, you're supposed to know that person from somewhere. 
um, whether you used to work with them or you manage them or they, or they were your manager or whatever it was, there's some relationship in place. And now you can even follow on LinkedIn, so you don't even have to you can follow the content without being an official connection. Um, so if you if if you want to build a social networking site, and you're not a web, you're not a developer, you don't know how to code, you can still get around that. But if you look at like the top sites, usually they were started by developers um, because they've got the control over the site and they understand what's best for the site. Usually, if you outsource to a company, which you can do, which can work, I'm sure there's other examples out there that you can do that. But it's good to be a developer if you're going to build your social networking site. But of course, there's always exceptions. And if you are, my recommendation for building a social networking site is your own unique model. Make sure, like when 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 Facebook trumped MySpace, it still had a unique model. It had the exclusivity. Um, Twitter was something completely new, so they didn't have to trump anybody. YouTube had other video, of course, had other video competitors like Vidlar, I think it was called. But YouTube won, I think, because people, it was better branding. Um, and I think YouTube, I think, spoke to people. Um, and I think a lot to do with the content creators. I think the content creators on YouTube was a big part of YouTube's success before Google purchased that. Of huge amounts of money, and, and then same thing with Instagram. Instagram was sort of its own unique entity. Um, I took photo sharing on a whole different level. So the photo, usually with these social networking sites, the concepts are always are around. It's just that someone will tweak it to make it unique. And I think that's what you need to do as well. Then Facebook bought Instagram for around a billion dollars, and now it's worth much, much, much more than that. Um, so they stole it for a billion dollars, most people would say. Um, yeah, so if you are going to build your own social networking site, make sure you get a good developer team if you not already have developers. I, I, I personally, it's like the best restaurant usually run by chefs, and there's usually a reason for that. But like I said, there's always exceptions to the rule. You can always get around it. Think about what's already out there and what are you going to bring that's going to be different and think about how many social networking sites that are dead in the bin there's more that, are, that don't make it than they do make it and ones that do make it there's only a select few that would actually kill it smash it and crush it like there's only, there's only a very very few amount um so if you just joined i've basically just gone in out because people aren't asking questions the official asking us i'm just going to Google and I found some popular questions around social media, social networking, and I feel like talking around that today. So yeah, maybe I'll talk about other stuff as well. Um, what are, again, I use Facebook Live to improve my speaking. And at the same time, try to add value if I can. Uh, what are the disadvantages of using social media? Well, I think if, if it becomes like an addiction, like any addiction, Right? Eating can be bad. It's, people are typing this into Google, right? Um, I think it becomes a massive disadvantage if, like, your whole mind, world, everything is kind of saturated um, into social media and you're destroying other relationships with people. That's when it becomes an issue. But there's a lot of there's so much hype about how social media damages kids, damages the fact that you can't communicate. But we all communicate differently. Um, I know even friends, close friends of mine, some people write better than they speak, some people speak better than they write. Like even with my, even with my, my, my content building, I absolutely love and prefer podcasts because I can literally knock some earphones in and I can start walking in circles because when I, when I, the best content is when I'm walking around, not when I'm having to force to sit. Um, so everyone, everyone communicates differently, right? So it's just a matter of, of working out what's important to you and doing that. Um, but yeah, like you know, you, so social media for business is paramount, which is the next, which is the next point that was raised in, in, the, in Google, but. 
Yeah, I think you don't want it to get to the point where it's it's sort of overrunning your life and you're destroying close relationships. That's when it becomes a problem. Um, and try to have like a bit of like if you're worried about your kids using social media and you're like like give them a balanced amount of it. Like tell them to go outside, you know, tell them to 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 kick it and stuff. Um, kick a ball outside and hang out with friends, ride a bike. Whatever, man. Like, you're the, like if you've got parents and you figure out what's best for your kids, but don't always believe the doom and gloom of social media because it brings out a lot of good. And it always social media brings out who we are. So it's the same thing. Like with the bullying, my wife always used to tell me at school when she was teaching that kids would go home and like back in the day, if you got bullied, you go home and it's finished. And then with social media, you go home and you take it with you. And, you know, it can be a problem. It can be a disadvantage. But if you're like, same thing, like if you're parents, just turn it off. Like, tell them to get rid of it. It's hard, but you can't do much about it because it's there. So what does social media do? It just makes bullies have the ability to bully more. So the problem isn't really social media. The problem is more fixing the bully, fixing... And, and, and helping kids to stop bullying and the ones that are getting bullied to, to help them deal with it. I think just to blame social media is a little bit of a cop-out. I think there's a bigger problem in schools that have to face, but definitely these tools do allow and expose problems more, but it also exposes a lot of good. Social media is just another area where communication happens. So if, if there's a lot of good in the world, it's an opportunity for that good to be shared. So it's, it's an equal playing field. And I just think that when people bring up a lot of negative issues about social media, I think it's more, there's bigger issues that you need to discuss. Social media is just the, everyone likes to kick it, you know, like social media is fault. that my kid, you know, doesn't like speaking to us or to his parents or whatever, but yeah, I don't buy it. I really, I think, I think it, if you've got young children, yeah, sure, like do whatever you think is right. And if you, you know, but a lot of kids have built successful futures using social media. And it's not all just taking selfies. It's a lot more than that. I think, like, my family think it's just a whole lot of selfie-taking. Some of my clients think it's a whole lot of selfie-taking. Um, and they still, some of my clients still have trouble bridging social media to, to their business. But none of them question SEO. It's, it's sort of like I said to one of my other clients yeah, yesterday on the phone. Uh, no, yesterday, sorry, Friday. If you got so much trust with SEO, and that's good, so you should, it works, right? But if, if I wasn't getting any results, would you question SEO or would you start questioning me? You question me, right? You don't question the, the, the process. The process has improved the work. If we're not getting results, it's my fault. That's why we're not getting results. Same thing with social media. Like some clients will run ads for five months. Businesses in general might run it for five months, three months. Don't get any ad, don't get any traction and think the whole platform just doesn't work for that. But they don't do that in other forms of marketing. If it doesn't work, maybe it's the content. Maybe the content sucks. Especially when you run ads and you get that large audience and you get those impressions and people see your ad. If they're not engaging with it, it's not because the social media doesn't work. It's because your content sucks. I mean, to me, to me, it's as, it's as simple as that, really. Um, so explaining that to clients and figuring out that social media, especially, especially consumer business, but it doesn't matter even B2B. But especially consumer business, like it's so important, it's ridiculous. And the fact that I still have to explain it is both challenging and frustrating. Because it's frustrating because you think like, unless you, you're going to admit that there's no one, like you're going to say, all right, no one's using social media, the our people aren't using it. Unless you believe that, then there's nothing wrong with the platform. It has to be the content. I mean, I don't understand like. I mean, I can run, I'll run this video, I'll spend 150 bucks and I'll get 15,000 people to watch it, or well, potentially, 
I might get a reach level of a pool of people that I can reach, but only 12,000, like let's say it's 20,000 people that I can reach, maybe only 10,000 end up watching it, right, and seeing it. Um, I mean, again, the tools are there. It's just your content will determine how successful you are. That's it, man. That's 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 the it's 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 the game. It's just if, if people aren't engaging with it, it sucks. And I just put up I just put up a post this morning on two girls holding up billboards, um, and I'm thinking, man, you could have just pumped that in social media in all the surrounding area. Um, why would you have these two poor kids sitting outside holding billboards? Um, and I put up a post, and I was actually mentioning that post that quality content is thrown around a lot, um, especially in the SEO space. If it's creeping up in social media, it's all about quality content, quality content, quality content. But what people don't realize is that quality content is subjective. People say it like it's an objective term, like it means one thing to one business. It's, it's an absolute truth in a sense. But it's true, but it's true in different ways. It's not objective, it's subjective. If, if you got an audience that like toilet humour, they're going to find different things funny. Then people into like more dry humour. Like it's quality content is subjective based upon your targeted audience. Your target audience will just decide whether that content is quality. And in the SEO space, it's very much similar. People will link to your website if you've got content that speaks to them. That adds value to their audience. And it's even harder in SEO because everyone understands that linking to another website benefits them sometimes more than it benefits the website linking to that site. So it's even harder. But in terms of social media, it's easier to determine if your content sucks because people won't like it, people won't comment, they won't share, they won't engage or watch it, but they don't leave any comments. There's many, social media, the great thing I love about it is that it cuts through the bullshit. It goes straight to the consumer, and if they engage with it, they engage with it. If they don't, then they don't. I mean, it's it's like you can, if it if it's not working, then there's something wrong with what you're doing. You can't just go to like social media, and that's why I've got some some clients thinking that social media doesn't work for them. And it's painful because I know it does. It's just that we have to change different things. And I'm not even working on social media for my clients, but you know, I'm telling them that they have to continually do invest. And build content and get customers talking and saying thank yous. Like, I just put up the power of reviews, right? Reviews are massive. Reviews will make or break. The, I've got a cafe across the road from me that has no other marketing but Facebook ads. Right? Here's an example of where the content just speaks. You've got this awesome pastry chef at heart. Like, she's actually a professional pastry chef. She's also a chef. And does like normal like hot food and stuff. She posts these pics organically. She hardly ever runs any ads in the local area, right? The shop is called Desertoya. Go and look it up. Desertoya and Patsla, and she's moving anyway. Here's a cafe that runs its Facebook and Instagram ads based on a uh, few ads. Sorry, it runs main, main content organic. When they first started and she first opened, she put up all these different things that she was making. She would make stuff and film it, right? I'm like, you're a legend. That's just right on the money. And this lady, I think it's in her 40s, had the intuition to like tape stuff and put it on Facebook. She did it. Then she got like bloggers coming to eat there from the local area because she targeted the content in the local area. Very, very smart. So she targeted the content in the local area. Then bloggers would come out in the local area all around, you know, East Hills, Hersville way, you know, like, like really southwest of Sydney, coming out, eating her food, writing about it on their pages. The business went like this. Um, and now, like, everything she just does, it's always like she, she's a great pastry chef. That's the key. Great pastry chef. So the content speaks. It's, the platform is working for her because her content is amazing. The cakes are great. The chocolates look awesome. 
Like, that's my point, man. Like, I should have said that to the client yesterday on Friday when I was speaking. I keep saying yesterday. But that's that's the thing, right? So it's like the, the, the chocolates that she's making are unique. They're great. They're fantastic. Right? And then she posts them up and she just drives more people coming in. And then after the blogger left, he wrote about the place. That's I think it was like on a Wednesday he came in. Friday the article was posted. Saturday morning she had people out the door. She couldn't even, she couldn't even serve them all, which is why she's moving to get a bigger place. Because the content speaks. It can't, she doesn't go, social media doesn't work. If people don't like your cakes or they're not engaging with your chocolates or whatever you're making, it sucks. That's it. Don't, be, don't get it personal, but it sucks. Or people aren't interested. Like it's what, or you haven't targeted it properly. Something's wrong with the content angle. That's the point. But the fact is, is that you're taking this cafe lady and her stuff is great. It's fantastic. Every time she posts something, I want to eat it. <laughs> I mean, I don't even like sweets that much, but you look at what she does and I just want to eat it because it's fantastic. And she doesn't, she hasn't got any, she hasn't got Photoshop. She hasn't got any professional editing tools. She's got a freaking smartphone and she's just there and she just records stuff. She spends, this is how, this is how, and I, I actually praise the foods. I'm like, make sure you do this. She spends one day, she works seven days, but one day it's close to the public. And all she does on the day off, produce content on social media. I mean, then I've got clients owning significant dollars, significant business people, very well up to date. I'm still have to, 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 to hard to argue with them about it. Not argue, but, but sort of demonstrate the value. I don't get it. I mean, you've got a cafe lady over there. She gets the point. She realises if I put up amazing cakes and chocolates, and she, she, she does bump ads, but again, I mean, she wouldn't need to. She could, she would build that. It'll take a little bit longer if she does it organically. I recommend it to her to keep up the ads in the local area, just so she just generates the eyeballs there. But she now, she will nail it organically because the content is great. She's making awesome cakes. So anytime now clients will tell me, oh, you know, social media, no, nah, no, nah, not for us. We need not for us. I mean. There is one client that I have where it is going to be difficult. They're in a very super top niche. They're, it's a, it's really, it's a, it's a real specific part that they produced for a certain type of machine. Yes, I get it. That is going to be a little bit tougher. But there's other clients. This is no excuse. And I tell them that face. You need to be doing it. You can't measure something based on the fact that you think it doesn't work because people aren't engaging with it on a platform that has a proven track record. No one will do that with SEO. Most clients, none of my clients are they're all SEOs, but I'm saying all SEOs. But if 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 the results stop stop happening, with their question Google or their question me, they question me, they got question Google. Google works. They know. That Google is a synonym for search. Social media is a synonym for communication. That's it. That's where people communicate. It's it's how you get your message spread, right? It's how you, and then I just get I get I get a little bit frustrated because I know it's good for their business to do it. Um, but yeah, not all of them agree. But that's okay. We'll work on that. But the point is, is that. All of my clients are doing really, really well. So that's 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 all. That's that's the most important component. But this is so much potential. Like the fact is that they're not tapping in. It's like they're leaving so much money and success and the power of the thank you. Unbelievable. I remember in 2012. Actually, was it 13? I sat on my clients. Pinterest page, 2012, I think it was, or 13. I don't know, it was a long time ago, I can't remember. And I sat there and I thanked 
every single person has shared a ball, shared a pin. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just continuously. Like I think I did like it was like a hundred or something. It was a hundred and fifty thank yous. I sat there and I thanked every single person that shared a ball. People couldn't believe it. Oh my god, that company's replying. And I sat there and I showed, and that was like like six years ago. Five, six years ago, it was a long time ago, before I read any books about social media, before I read any commentary about social media, I went there and I thanked everybody on um, Pinterest as well, out of all social platforms. The only regret I had back in 2012 is I didn't do enough on my own side. Again, it, was, it wasn't talked about a whole lot. Should have done more though. I regret that. I definitely regret it. But for my clients, I did. Even before when I was still working at agency level, I would, I would, um, for my clients that when I was working for for my for another agency, I would build their Facebook page, right? And I'd get everyone in the company to like them. <laughs> so I just be like, look, I started this page, and there's 30 people that like you, and they're like, oh, okay, great, great, like that's awesome, like let's build on it. If I just build the page, no one likes them. They're like, eh, we're gonna start from scratch. But if you give them a finished product, there's 30 people that like them. I send it all around the office. I put the links up. Started creating posts. I didn't feel like doing SEO work on this side anymore. This is like 2010, 2011. I had to get paid. But funny that on my side, for my business, I didn't, I didn't start it early enough. When I started the business. I started the pages. I just didn't do hardly any work on them. Um, big regret. But for my clients, I seem to have just had that intuition to do it. And you know, it's, I'm very happy. I'm very proud that I saw that a long time ago. Because I knew social media is going to be the big thing. I knew it. in 2010. Like this is the future. This is this is how people are going to be communicating. So Google's a synonym for search. Social media is a synonym for communication. And if you're going to produce uh, one of the questions that I got how, that I researched, how can I build a social networking site? But what the funny question I get is, how can I build a website as big as Facebook or bigger? I've got that question from friends and family. If you want to build a website bigger than Facebook, here's the number one thing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to figure out what we do as humans that's more important than talking to friends and family. And that applies to pretty much the entire human race right anthropology shit this stuff there right you gotta figure out what we do as humans as bigger than communicating with friends and family and take out all the fact that people love taking photos of what they're eating and sharing and all the rest of it right you have to include all that into it as well you figure that out you have a site bigger bigger than facebook I can't think of anything that does. There's anything bigger than that. It's, it's going to apply globally. But if you do, then you have a website that is Facebook or bigger. I mean, like, why is Twitter so massive? People have an in, a ingrained part of our brain that likes to share things with other people. So they tap into a big component of, of who we are as human beings. Right? That's that's the that's why social media is right? that's why Twitter's so big. Because people go, Oh, I found this article, I want to share it. Oh, I also want to um uh what do you call it? Uh, I want to follow the people that created it, then I'm gonna join this other one saying, join the conversation. We all we've been doing that since for antiquity, right? People are having a conversation, we want to join it. Huh? That's the whole point. I mean, that's massive. That's why it's huge, right? YouTube. Well, that was always going to that that platform was always going to take off, right? Who doesn't like watching videos? <laughs> like, like, I mean, same thing with Netflix. The, what Netflix did to the cinema videos and video easy and all the rest, right? Um, and Instagram. People love taking photos. 
People love sharing their experiences with people that they know. And some, a lot of people like sharing experiences with people they don't know. And that's why they become influencers or bloggers and all the rest of that. So and let, if you want a site as big as Facebook, you need to figure out what we do as human beings bigger than communication with friends and family. You want a site bigger than Twitter? Get to the level that we like sharing content and joining conversations. If you have a look at the big, big sites and Snapchat, I mean, Snapchat is just, I love Snapchat. I think it's a fantastic little platform. I think it's just, it's on the back of like Instagram now. And a lot of, I think Instagram, I, I don't know if this is right, someone will correct me surely, but especially if I pump ads, someone will be able to correct me straight away, right? Um, but I'm pretty sure that. Instagram took, Snapchat had the stories component first and Instagram integrated it and that 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 hurt if it's Snapchat. But I love it now. I, I think it's a great little platform and I, I think it wins, right? But I, like I said, it's, it's going to be to the point where if you want to produce something like that, that seems to be what I've looked at, seems to be a popular searches at the moment. How do I build a social network? Well, if you are going to build a social network, you got to think about something bigger than that. Bigger than Facebook is bigger than communication with friends and family. And like, you don't have to be you don't have to have a PhD in anthropology to know that's a huge part of our humanity. Um, I mean, there will be something. I mean, see. The thing is, if I was going to build an app, I think I'll go away from the social media. I think there's plenty of room for innovation with technology. And it's the same thing I told my taxi driver in 2012. It's always 2012. I said so much shit that I wish I, I had recorded, but I didn't. Um, I said to my taxi driver, you guys, uh, have your fees are ridiculous. Someone's going to overtake you. And I had the same taxi driver, I'll pay 35 bucks, he'll give me a half an hour trip. So every half an hour, he'll bill me 35 bucks. If it's an hour, he'll bill me 70 bucks. Hour and a half, 105, whatever it was. And I said to him, look, you give me, you give me good rates, that's because the fees are they're just crazy, right? They don't even make sense. But, I, but they've got all the, the government stuff and, like, they've got all the red tape and the cut and all the rest of it. The poor guys, I mean, I get it. They're not making a whole lot of money, but and it's a hard job. I don't want to pick up drunks at a point. I don't want to do that. Um, but I said to him, eventually, 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 something's going to come out and wipe you out. You take your market because you guys aren't protecting your lunch. You just go on the wall. Taxis have been around for such a long time. Who's going to come out and start taking taxis? Paul. Um, what was his name? A taxi driver. I forgot his name now. I haven't been in a taxi with him for ages. I think he's on my Instagram. Eric. <laughs> Eric. Poor Eric. See, I forgot the guy's name now, right? So, and I used to go. I used to use so much. I used to go everywhere in taxis, man. Like, I've. Uh, in 2012, I didn't even have my license. I didn't. Even, I didn't even want to drive anywhere. Even now, I don't want to drive. But back then, I got him taking me everywhere, everywhere, all around the city, Parramatta. This guy was taking me everywhere. All of a sudden, and I keep telling him, "Somebody's going to come out, buddy. You protect your lunch. It's going to be eaten for you." No, no, no. Taxis will be around forever. It will come out <laughs> squashed. And look, it's not. It, Take the, the, the emotional part out of it. It's not that I'm glad to see them losing money like a taxi driver. But every time I used to get in a taxi, like the last year, actually, when Uber actually became really, really big uh, a few years ago, I remember, even actually, even last year, right, even last year, I'd get into Ubers and they'll always bring up right, taxis. I'll get, it, I'll get into a taxi. Every time I go into a taxi driver last year, like when I did have to use them, just because you're, you're in the city, this taxi is going fast. It's actually quicker because, as I mentioned many times, convenience always wins. So I would rather pay the $10 to go 100 metres down the road 
because time, it's not that I don't like walking, people that know me know I love I walk everywhere, right? I, I walk more than I drive, that's right. I walk a lot more. I love walking. But if time and convenience wins, that's why microwave dinners suck, I feel you buy them, right? This <laughs> is it's true. <laughs> now for microwave dinners. I'm sure there are a few out there. All right. Um but that's the point, right? Like I'll get the taxi in that situation because I know that if I get an Uber, I have to still wait two minutes or three minutes, especially when you city, you have to wait long. But there's a taxi right there. So I've got the taxi. And every time I'll get in the taxi, it'd be beep, Ubers. Beep, Ubers. They're not happy with Ubers. <laughs> okay. And I said, well, why don't you stop, stop doing this and be an Uber driver? They're like, no, nah, because the poor guys have to pay off the taxi, they got licenses, they got all the rest of it. I said, look, I'm sorry, guys, but technology, man, innovation, marketing, it's the way of it. Like, I don't, I, I hate when I see, I hate when I saw Toys R Us go out of business. I asked my wife, you can comment. And say, Daniela, did Andrew say that? I, I did. I, I really don't. I, I, I actually, for a big company, I, I think Toys R Us going bust was the one that I was most, out of all the big companies that, that have gone bust in the past, Toys R Us is the one that hit me the most. Just because it reminded me of just happiness. Like, like walking into the store when I was a kid. I put, I let my mate Russell joined. I put that up with, I put that up with bowling, dude. Walking into Toys R Us. Yeah. Like, bowling used to be my big thing when I was a kid. That thing on a toy shop. And now, seeing, you know, Toys R Us go bust, I felt it personally. But they went bust. Because they didn't innovate. And it's not to say that people don't play board games anymore because that's just ludicrous. People do play board games, but they didn't foster the environment. They didn't bring it in. They didn't encourage it. I said it could have started an arcade gaming area. Imagine that. Imagine like FIFA comps and Tekken comps, and I've said this plenty of times, and Grand Theft Auto comps and all the rest of it. I don't know, Gran Turismo. I mean, think about the rallying bit, like like all the all the petrol heads will come, you know. Like to play rally games. The battlefield players, the COD, all bring it bring people there. You you couldn't fit enough people in there. Then I would also have toys uh ball games and poker competitions and and you know, card games and, and ball games. You have the Monopoly, yes, Mum, you have the Monopoly competitions, you have Cluedo, you have Risk all those games that, that Zelda board games and, and so many there's so many card games. You know, I guarantee if Toys R Us did that, they would have nailed it. They had the money, they had the customer base, they had the brand awareness. They had so much going for them. They had no reason to go bankrupt, but they didn't innovate. They they just didn't, and I'm sad. It really it bothers me. It bothers me because I really wish. That they did do that because I could have taken my son to Toys R Us. I want him to see Toys R Us. I don't think you can be a kid and not go to Toys R Us. Like <laughs> Toys R Us, I love it, man. It's absolutely fantastic. Now we take our kid to Baby's R Us. He doesn't want to go to Baby's R Us. He wants to see the toys. He wants to see the Lego. He doesn't want to see prams. <laughs> right? It's just a joke. I get adored. It's just my weekend. Right? But it, it's it's the same thing. Like like you know, I I feel really bad. So and I think if they did all that, then build content on social media, come down like and target the content locally. So there was a there's one in Bankstown, there's one in Newcastle, wherever it is, Sydney, all the different locations. Target ads in all these different areas, and say. On the 5th of June, we're having a FIFA competition. Bring your friends. $5 entry. The winner takes out, gets a $100 Toys R Us voucher. 
they would have made five grand a day at least to give away a hundred dollar voucher. But people don't want the voucher. It's just there for as an incentive, right? To say, ah, oh, I won, right? Bit of a trophy. But it would, man, I feel like starting my own toys business. I really am. That's how I would start it. That's exactly what I would do. If I had the, the Toys R Us resources, that's exactly what I would do. It makes sense. It's, it, it, it just does. Um, I'm going to get off the Toys R Us thing because I've been talking about it for so long. It just it breaks my heart. It really does. I think there's a Toys R Us near me. I'm going to have to go there and tell them what put something in writing and say, can you give this to somebody, please? Can you do something towards us, Australia? Like, can we do something? Maybe we need to start a trend on social media, you know, helping toys are us. Don't let it go. Let's do everything we can to save it. Right? Save, let's start the hashtag, say toys are us, and then put this, embed this video. And I'll put the link in the description after it's done. That's what I'll do. Yeah, we can all do that together. We can all do our little bit for toys are us, all right? Because if you're a kid that's under 35, or maybe, yeah, under 35, and you've never been to, like, you know, of course you've been to Toys R Us. Everyone's been to Toys R Us. Anyway, so positive reviews, the power of positive reviews, make or break business, as I mentioned with my clients, with my client, with my cafe across the road, the amazing chocolate, the cakes, the, the, the fact that, it built a business. Social media, Facebook and Instagram built this business. And that's why, you know, people will talk about the disadvantages and about the bullying and all that. And that's all legit, right? But then you've got all this side of it where all this positivity exists and lives. And it's massive, right? You've got all this positivity. Businesses being built, initiatives started, donations to charities, um, just motivation, helping other people, the nutrition space, helping people to eat better. I mean, there's so much positivity. It's ridiculous. I mean, and there are, unfortunately, negatives part of it, but there's negatives of everything. And the thing is, social media isn't the reason bullying is happening. It's just exposing kids that are being bullied to bully more. That's what we're doing. And it's bad. I get, I agree. But, you know, if, you, if people start attacking social media, they miss the point. We've got to help the kids that are getting bullied and and help the kids that are bullying to not bully anymore. That's that's the power. So I think I am oh yeah, actually the my last thing before I quit and call it a day, this LinkedIn initiative is done. And so I've had a total of about six face-to-face -face meetings, including the ones coming up that are scheduled. So it's going really, really good. I mean, six people just because I started an initiative and all the emails about the inspiration, all that, that, I've mentioned that over and over, but that was amazing. Like, I don't know, like, I, I can't imagine, so I, I don't understand this. I, I, I don't have a personality that doesn't like to communicate and engage with people. So I don't know what it's like to have that. Like, I get there's some people out there that I don't want to do that. But I can't imagine imagine that. <laughs> like I really can't. Like, um, I love it. I love it. I love meeting new people in the business in the, in the business world, especially because like I learn so much from like you go have lunch with like some fifty year old business person who just tells you all this stuff, and it's like this stuff belongs in a seminar somewhere and behind like glass, and then there's like. There's another lady that's been doing marketing for like 30 years that I met up and she's telling me all the TV side of stuff and the customer journeys in, 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 in um, sort of the traditional marketing space that wasn't around in like, like I wasn't even born when some of these traditional marketing strategies were developed. And all this great stuff, right? Like it's just good to know. And not only are you meeting people, but you're learning. And I, I actually want to be able to provide more value than they're providing me. But it just ends up the fact that you that the more you're giving in terms of value, the more you're getting back. And that you like it's a win-win like I and the more sort of humble, no expectation approach that I've taken, it's a paradox. The more that I've been getting. But you have to be you have to be sincere, you have to be authentic, 
and people just uh, people love that. Like I just I can't like get over it. Like people love it, man. Like they just they they want the truth. They want the real deal. They want the article. They want the finished article. They don't want some guy that or some girl that's posting stuff on LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a is what I call the no BS social network. People don't like BSing on, on LinkedIn. People don't like if you steer it too far away into like politics or religion. It's not that sort of platform. People want you to stay in the business environment and in the professional environment and professional services and all the rest of it. And I get it. And so that's why I like LinkedIn because it's a no BS platform. Um, so I love that initiative. It's really kicked ass. It's done marvelously well. And now I'm thinking about phase two. So I've emailed 1,200 people, messaged them. Incredibly time consuming, but incredibly rewarding. Uh, so everything that, like the impact it's given, it's, it, had, it, it, has, it had to. It had to take time and effort. So I'm thinking about faces. I've contacted people. I'm setting up meetings. Now, for the people that didn't contact, what do I do? That's the face two that I'm thinking about. And on social media in general, if you want to build a following, you want to build an audience, you have to be entertaining, you have to be knowledgeable, you have to be informative, educational. You have to show how, you have to give, 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 give. It's that sort of nature. You go on social media, you start a channel where it's all about I'm trying to build my audience, you're out, man. If you've got to be entertaining, you've got to be knowledgeable, educational, informative, have a look on YouTube at all the big people. They're one of those four. So they go in with the ability to, oh, they, they want to entertain. Oh, they want to create how-tos. They want to show you uh, that channel, what's good, what's inside. Go to YouTube, what's inside. It's a father-son channel that's just gone mad successful. And what a great story, a father and son doing something together like that. And all they do is cut things up. It's like what's inside pretty much. I mean, they did like a microwave and they do all this different crazy stuff. And it's great because they've built a, a, a million-dollar business between a father and son. That's that, that, that's the potential of building and creating something great, and it, social media just gives you the platform. I just put up, and I'm going to end it soon, but I just put up a video um, on on Instagram at lunchtime, and I was thinking about it. People underestimate. People underestimate that there are many people willing to listen to you. You just have to have passion. You have to have the knowledge. You have to have the authenticity. You have to have the, the, the action. I remember watching the mentor TV show and Mark Boris said passion isn't enough. It's not, but it's a big part of it. But it isn't enough. You need the knowledge. You need the entertaining. You need you need the innovation. It, it's all there. I get it. I will innovate. It's not the only component, but it's a big component. And it shouldn't be understated. Um, but I think the, the father and son is just a great example of, you know, doing something that they love and putting it online. That's all they did. They, the, the son asked his dad what's inside, and then they just decided to film it. And they put it up on YouTube. And just went, boom, in popularity. It's just like... The littlest things, and that's what I put up today on, on YouTube. I'm sorry, on Instagram. People underestimate. People overthink so much. People underestimate that, of course, you don't want to just go and like, build something. It's like anything in life. You don't want to just build something half-assed. You really got to show, you really got to believe in what you're doing. That, that's, that's all true. It's all true. People don't. People go more on the other side. They overthink everything. Like, do you know how much content my dad could have built on social media? 
with fishing. Unbelievable amount of information. You know, there's videos on YouTube that, that show, like, it's got millions of views and it's how to put on live bait. You know, my dad knows how to do that probably better than the videos I've watched. But it's a different generation, right? They don't get it. But this generation will, is getting it and will get it. Um, that's what they, they, they're into, right? But it, you can really start building successful businesses. And that's what I was mentioning in another post, a personal post I put up about entrepreneurship that needs to be adopted into the school system. It needs to be developed. You know, I never learned about the stock market at school. What a mistake. Stock market is how our own economy works. You might have got it one little subject if you chose it. Well, how much crap did I learn that I didn't, I couldn't choose? Something I don't even need, and it was forced upon us. Well, money is a big part of our society, if you haven't already know that. Businesses are a big part of society. Marketing is a big part of society. Creative thinking is a big part of society. There, need, there needs to be that sort of reform. Kids are just not caring at all about learning about certain stuff. It's not that important. Up to about 13, 14, then, the, then there has to be reform. There has to be change. And people are scared of change and I like change, but there needs to be change. I guarantee you, put me into a class of 15-year-old kids and let me get talking about online marketing. Let me get, let me get me talking about virtual reality, segmented reality, augmented reality. Let me get talking about machine learning, which I'm still learning myself up to add value to add, how that's going to play a part in the world. Uh, online marketing, building personal brands on Facebook, building personal brands on YouTube. Watch how much I get their attention. Because it applies to them. Woodwork doesn't apply to them anymore. Metalwork doesn't apply to them anymore. Right? It doesn't. You got a school. It's a school's job to prepare our kids for tomorrow. If they're not going to, I mean, my wife knows how I feel about this subject. So, you know, I get. You, I guarantee I'll, I'll get their attention. Kids that aren't interested in so many subjects, I'll get their attention. And you know what? Sometimes, yeah, kids aren't interested, and they unfortunately do don't do anything much in their life, in their business life or their financial life. That's fine. That's cool too, right? But you've got to show a range of different applicable things for kids. It's just so important. And same thing on social media works all the same way. You have to give and you have to educate and you have to be informative and you have to show all that. It's like learning never ends. Education never ends. School never ends. It, it, just, it continues. And for in the business world, now everybody has to sort of be their own education platform they have to produce content that shapes that 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 encourages and, and that um educates the market yeah i'm gonna leave it at that see you later guys thank you for joining me and facebook live episode 10 leave a comment and let me know what you thought about stuff because i i deviate man i go everywhere i take this ship and i just sail and I ride off into the sunset, right? <laughs> and that's what I do. I take this ship and I ride off. And people want to listen, they listen. If not, So please leave a comment, like, share, comment, do whatever you're going to do on social media. And just, just get, ask me a question. Ask me a question. I want a question. When I get questions, I get sad. I don't to look up on social on, on Google and, and, and social media and try to find what people are talking about. Now just hijack the conversation. But if you ask me a question, it's more personal. I want to be asked questions. All right, guys, enjoy your evening. Goodbye.